Welcome to Bigger Balls, a year-blocked podcast. We're teaching our babies all that we have learned through dating, sex, and our fucking love lives. You're eavesdropping into our BFF therapy sessions every single Wednesday. Think of us as your older sister, your best friend, your cousin, your mom. We're everything. We're literally everything. It's a fucking package deal here. And guys... We did not forget about you. So grab a paper and a pen because class is in session. And we're going to tell you how to beg your motherfucking wife. Are Are you ready? ready? Do not miss an episode every single Wednesday for the rest of your life. Okay. Okay. Don't make that face because I know that the nerves are kicking in when you make that face. No, they're not. (laughs) Guys, I know you can't see her right now. But can you hear the weird faces she's making? <laughs> I will never get used to this mic literally just sitting in front of me. Like I, I want to eat it. It's like it looks I, like I literally just bumped my nose into it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> welcome back. Or welcome. Or welcome. Oh, welcome hey. to. Guys, we did it. Should I do like the fake intro? Guys, we bought mics and we did it up. No, per we don't want you to be a fake <laughs> Why? Let me put my stupid slutty voice on. Okay, okay. Put okay. your slutty voice okay. on. <clears throat> hey, guys. Oh, my God. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even look at you um, right now. So we bought like mics and um, who has a heart on right now? And we got the equipment mm-hmm. and it's just like a lot of wires everywhere. And we're creating a podcast. I literally hate myself. I know. <laughs> I'm like, like, ew, like, who is she? She's like, we have a lot of wires. I'm like, where? <laughs> There's like three. I'm like, where? This two, actually. I'm like, literally looking at the wires. I'm like, this bitch. I failed at math. That's why we study journalism. Actually, <laughs> I read something about math and I forgot what it was. <laughs> actually? It's actually like, math no, is fake. Math is, no, math <laughs> is fucking fake, though. It really, two plus two. I don't really, really know. Is. Actually, speaking of two plus two, my dad made the rudest comment to me the other night. He's like, you're always confused. You don't even know what two plus two is. I'm like, <gasps> actually, it's four. I'm like, actually, that was the rudest, most insensitive comment ever. That was actually really rude. I'm so sorry that you didn't endure that. I know. Honestly, <laughs> me too. Like, shout out to John. Like, <laughs> some of us are fucking slow. Like, we're already struggling with English. And this guy's like, you don't even know how to do math. Like, bro, what are you, three? What are you, three? <laughs> Like at the dinner table, I'm like, yo, like, ooh, burn, burn. <laughs> like, oh my god, your friends think you're so cool. Your wife thinks you're so cool. Like, oh, literally man. ripping up my dad. Fucking dead. Anyways, oh. back to math is fake. <laughs> like, math is fucking fake. Do you want to know why math is fake? Because I was on TikTok, obviously, the reliable source, and this guy was talking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even about math. He was talking about a book that he read and and the guy in the book explains literally like two plus two and he goes like through geometry and all the other shit. I don't know what What it is. is Geometry, (laughs) geometry, trigonometry, geography is like not math, but something else with a G and he (laughs) calculus. He get he goes all the way from two plus two to calculus and he explains it in four pages. And he said that if you're genuinely understand something, so let's say I read a summary of something. Okay. And if I genuinely understood what I read, I'd be able to tell you what it was. Do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. You think math is fake. Yeah. But even even bigger, we're stupid. (laughs) Do you want to know why? Because we're all fucking dumb. Yes, we're all fucking dumb, but specifically me and Eden. Do you want to know why? Because how many times have we tried to explain something that we've read to each other and we can't explain it? No, maybe just short circuit. We just just glitch. That's the real laugh. We literally, that's the real laugh, guys. That's Simona's real laugh. No, we literally short circuit. Like, we mean you, the amount of times we're like, we begin saying something. We're like, you know, I really don't know what the fuck I'm saying. And like, it's on camera too i know it's almost like, always just, on just camera. make it work Keep yeah going. and we're just like yeah oh my god totally oh, like filler words <laughs> until we try and like, i know pull sometimes it out i watch us. it back and i'm like actually what like what was that sentence right there no we always start with something and then it just turns out to be like opposite direction it's just not what we were trying to say i know because we had a better thought that came from that see there you go it's the progression of our brain you guys get like an inside scoop to that you know what i'm saying i mean I don't know how much it's progressing, but it's definitely like going somewhere. I feel like we're declining. I feel like I'm showing signs of Alzheimer's a little bit. You know what? At this age, you know? I feel like it's we're at a better stage than we were a year ago, though. Like, we couldn't oh, wow. even speak a year ago. 
Like now at least we're confident that we can't speak. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's different. At least we know before we at thought least, we knew. Exactly. Denial. Now we were, before we were like going into, it, we we're like, we know our points. Right. We didn't know the points. We didn't know the points. Like, what, what? Now we really know. We speak now from Now we really, hearts. exactly. And that's why it's short circuits because it's just, you know. <laughs> the brain can't keep up with no. what we want to say. You tell me this all the time. We think faster than how we speak. You know, we, we can't keep up. It's kind of like, what am I going to say? And then by the time you think it through, you're already like, okay, my, my mouth is not. Yeah, you're like, I'm done with that thought. Like, did you guys just see what happened to me there? Like, it just. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice. You were like, what? <laughs> I was like, pay attention. I'm like, I don't know where this is going, but you're I. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She's going to make it work. She's going to make it. She's going to pull it together and nobody's going to know. Because we're all fucking dumb. Yo, the amount of times that we've done this when we were out. Oh, we're my like God. Dead. By the way, guys, this is a podcast we're starting. <laughs> if you didn't already know. And it is called Bigger Balls. And that is how we're going to say it every single fucking episode. Like, how amazing, it's though. It's necessary. And I think that, I mean, not that we need to explain why we call it Bigger Balls, but, like, have you seen our fucking ovaries? Like, have you seen them? Phenom. Phenom. Large and in charge. Yeah. Big my period beats me up every yeah month. literally you know, niagara bitch, falls canadian side you know what i'm saying fucking <laughs> punches me the fuck out <clears throat> lots of advil oh my god lots of advil lots of ginger lots of pain also. why is that my mom keeps telling me it's from the garden of eden hello it's me I'm the dead. flesh and she's like you know adam and eve eve was like a fucking slut they told her not to eat the apple on the tree but and she did it anyways because mm-hmm. she's a rebellious little bitch. And, and then we got punished. And apparently that's our period. Really? We are repenting for Eve's sins. I've never heard this. My mom probably made it up. But I mean, I'm dead you know, as fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that? Like, it's are always we- the girls that get fucked, eh? It is. Literally, Literally and figuratively. Correct. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> always us. I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. I don't think we deserve it. You know. I also think it depends on how you look at it. What do you mean? Ooh. 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 She went there. Wait, can Snap, you explain? Start snapping. Because I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be A, poetic. B, you didn't catch on. So now I look like I'm short-circuiting alone. <laughs> well, we short-circuiting. But I feel like, yes. I don't know. I just felt like that. It went with what we were talking about. I was trying to spice things up. I don't know. I hadn't really thought that thought through. Okay. Guys, here you go. But let's think it through together. So okay, like let's, let's short circuit. Let's, like let's come, just, come with me while we short circuit. I just feel like we have the power. The reality is, is we're able to make a human being in our fucking stomach. Exactly. Like, can you just, can we just discuss that for a minute? Huge. That's huge. I know. We, without we also women, get huge. That, yeah. Well, I mean, there's that. But also without women, there would be no man. There would be no anything. I know. Whoa. Whoa. See, we don't know math, but we know science. So suck on Whoa, that, everyone. That was good. Yeet. Yeah. And that's on short circuit. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about the podcast. So here's the thing. Like, we've tried to record this a million one times, and it has been quite difficult. Not because we don't know how to speak. Our conversations are fucking bomb. But it's like the minute these large mics are in our mouths, it's just like in a our game mouth? changer. Like, literally eating it. Like, I just, you know. So there's that. And then also... The idea of like being on camera, you think is like a lot more challenging or stressful. But somehow it's not. It's so much more organic because of our faces and our hand motions and all these gestures. I also think that like we just got comfortable being beside each other and talking to the camera. Yeah. Like authoritative. And, and now yeah, it's just and very. Now it's like. I feel vulnerable. Like, it's serious. It's Yeah. It's serious. It's like am I in trouble? You know. I know, I like, like I get the principal's office, like oh we're sitting God. across from each other. The like, PA system. Exactly. Like, Simona Catalano, please come to the office. Oh my God, oh my God the story of my like, life. Are you serious? Yes. I never got called down to the office. What? I was oh such a Oh my God, girl. I was literally suspended maybe five times. Shut the fuck up, you were suspended? Yeah, in grade one, grade three, grade, grade five. Grade one? What the fuck did you do in grade one? I honestly don't know. I might have given the teacher the middle finger. Oh my God, I love that for you. That is so unbranded. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, I did it with my friend at the time, obviously, like, my friend yes how old was i seven you're probably like you're probably like jessica jessica they were like honestly so so then we both got suspended and we were sitting in the principal's office and there was a table in between us and she was like do you want to eat my snacks so we had a picnic (laughs) we like literally i just remember my dad walking in and me being like, I don't think this is good. Like, I don't think he's happy. I don't right think we now. should be having a, a romantic picnic right now, Jessica. Right? Put your jelly sandwich away. Like, put your jelly sandwich away. <laughs> oh I, I was never like, got honestly, suspended ever. And you know what's so funny is the roles are reversed. Like, if you're telling me you were that kind of a kid, 
I was opposite. And then as we grew up, like I became <laughs> the, the problematic person. I'm the problematic one now. I am the problematic person. And you're just like all about yourself and like taking care of yourself and like you're just exploring. Like, and I'm like, mm, where's the wine? I'm like, mm, where are the boys? Where's the dick? You know, it's a problem. It's definitely. I feel like we just balance each other out. In, in those regards, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I just feel like we've grown into ourselves. Sure. That's nice She's way to like, put it. Sure. <laughs> She's like, like, I don't know sure. about growing into I myself. I just think that we're, you're still on that wavelength. You're just like, you're just like having fun. You're like free. You're like living your life right now. Yeah. I feel like I lived my life. <laughs> <laughs> like I got suspended in grade one, bitch. Like my process was sped the fuck up. Like honestly, I'm like, I did drugs in grade nine. <laughs> like, come on. I was ahead of the fucking curve. Yo, a fucking trendsetter. Like, honestly, these bitches were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yo, I just Drugs. smoked up. Like, I just smoked up. Like, literally, like, first day of grade nine. Like, what? Who does that? Oh, my God, guys, don't do drugs. Stay in school. Be a good kid. It was just weed. I never dabbled with anything else. Like, just oh. just for the record. Oh. Just, yeah. I didn't do anything else. But, like, all of my girlfriends had their weed phase in grade 11. Yeah. And I was over it at that point. I was in leadership. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're like bitches you're falling behind real like, fucking quick i literally am though like i'm so funny wow yeah just to the point of me saying that i'm like you know into dick and all that stuff and i'm problematic i'm, I'm, you know I'm what? kidding i'm so into dick too it's I'm just kidding. a very specific type of dick my man's dick yeah you know what i mean that's right see the thing is, is i feel like the reason why is because i was dating for like forever i literally was never single and I had like moments where I was and that was not really embracing the single life. So now I feel like I'm catching up or I guess exploring myself. Because I feel when like you're, you're finding your footing. Finding my footing. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I would say so too. Trying yeah. to. Trying things out. Exploring myself. How I'm doing alone. Like how I, I don't know, just handle life without somebody at my fucking asshole. It started like me dating someone long term and seriously when I was like literally a fucking child, 18, 17, yeah. 18, and then going into my early 20s. That to me is like I knew I knew that was going to be an issue at one point. I just didn't want to face it. Yeah. Obviously, it blew up in my fucking face um, for various reasons. But like that is like the most pivotal moment in your life where you're literally trying to get to the point where you're about to figure yourself out. So it's not you're figuring yourself out yeah. because you're, you're too fucking young. You don't even know anything about yourself, really. Yeah. It's like entering that stage where you are doing that whole self-exploration, discovery situation. Yeah. And that was stunted, I felt like, because I was with somebody of the same age who was, you know, a little bit immature in, yeah. in certain regards. And you're trying to grow up and act like an adult. And like, oh, my God, we're going to get married. Oh, my God, whatever. And then it just, I mean, shit changes. You, you inevitably grow. Yes. And I would say, like, we grew apart. But. I just I don't think I think you need to break I think you need to take a moment to like really reevaluate who you want to be who you are and I don't think you can wholeheartedly do that on your own when you're with somebody to the degree that I was with that for person. sure because then your identity forms with that other person yes as opposed to forming your identity separate from that that person which I think that for a relationship everybody needs to form their identity just based on who they are. It's just me. Who am I? What do I like? What do I need? How do I deal with things? Just you need to like, you need to have the best, most encompassing understanding of who you are as a person outside of anybody else. Well, because my circumstances was just that. I was in a relationship. I didn't know life outside of a relationship. Right. And that's huge because it's like if I'm, if all I know is being in a relationship with this said person, doing things that we've, we've been doing for forever, it's like there's no life outside of that. And that's also kind of freaky. Yeah. That's like the crazy. idea of thinking like, OK, like there is a life outside of this, but like I've never been out and dabbled there. Like what the fuck? And then when we when we broke up, you know, we both behaved in different ways, did stupid shit and whatever because of that, like that builds up in that tension. And you're not in a in a level headed mindset. You're not mature enough to really be like, oh, like I'm going to take this time to like really like reflect and like, you know, explore. You want to get shit out of your system. It's like animalistic at that point. Yeah. And then, you know, you get into other shit. Like you end up finding somebody else or you, you know, and you don't have that moment to breathe. I think holding yourself accountable to having that is really difficult. I feel like you've done an amazing job at that. You know, like you've really been pretty intentional with your single life or with any person you you even speak to, right? It's just right. like, where is this going? This is what I want. And like, I feel like I never really knew you know, as cheesy as it sounds, knew what the fuck I wanted because also how could I? I didn't know right. world outside of what I 
was kind of stuck in. Right. What you were, what your day to day looked like, right. or what it like grew into. And so for me, like I was saying, like I was always like, oh my God, like so fixated on like just having someone and being in a relationship because everybody was in one. So I was like, I feel like I'm missing out. And then I don't even know what happened, but I, you saw all your girlfriends literally have the worst relationships and they were miserable. Honestly, I, like, I mean, I did. And I was like, yo, like I would not, A, I would not put up with this shit. B, that's fucked up. I don't want you to put up with this shit. And then I was like, all of my close girlfriends, I was like, also, why are you putting up with this stuff? Like, what is the end goal? Like, what's like, the purpose? What is the purpose? But also why? Like, why are you allowing that other person to treat you like this or do this? Or why are you accepting this? And I was like, I think it was in those moments where I felt so bad for my girlfriends that I was like, yo, like they don't even need to be in a relationship with this person because like they're so above these people. Like I always saw my girlfriends as being like, literally, I was like, they lower themselves. Like they lower themselves <laughs> in these relationships and like, fuck that. Like the guys are so lucky, but like my friends are not. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, I don't want that. Like, and I just got really intentional on what it is that I wanted. And I just started educating myself on just like being a better person not even that just like self-exploration and discovery and I learned through my job like which was service industry that I do gravitate to more mature people mm -hmm. and the connections that I form outside of my immediate friend circle are people in their mid to late 30s girls that I feel like can relate to my position now that have been where I'm at that are kind of like bigger sisters to me because I didn't have a bigger sister. I am the bigger sister, but I didn't have one. Mm -hmm. Same here. Right. So it's like for me, the last couple of years, I was like, who do I relate to? Who can help me? Who can enlighten me? Who can be like a mentor, big sister to me? Mm -hmm. And what can I learn from these people? And how can I be the best version of me? So that way, A, I'm comfortable being single, which I am now. And B, I can attract my equal like my person do you know what I mean that's huge never crossed my mind to begin with that idea and I think it's because when you're in a relationship especially when you're young and it's not super healthy or you don't really fucking know what a healthy relationship looks like maybe you didn't grow up in a household where that was yeah you know a, a great example Such of a what a relationship point. looks like a healthy one at least like didn't know like didn't know I was I was in that I wasn't able to observe like yes my friends and like my family and whatever had relationships were dating all of that stuff but it was like when you're in a relationship at that age and you're observing, it's like, oh, that's normal. That's normal to have like a loser boyfriend or like it's normal to put up with that. Yeah, shit. exactly. It's, it's like, well, well, you can't find a perfect man or like, oh, just accept it or like it is what it is kind of thing. Or, you know what? We're young. Who fucking cares? But then that mentality, it's like it continues. You can't get out of it. Yeah. Oh, we've been dating for so long. You know, like, oh, my it God. It becomes that. Like, it's like and I had a friend that the same thing It was like I you've invested with this person. This is your first person, right? Your first serious relationship. You've invested five years with this person and now you're like 25 and you're noticing that like, ooh, this isn't my person. But because so many girls and unfortunately our parents always tell us, well, you've already invested five years. And it's like, okay, so you want to keep investing the rest of your life with someone you know is not the one? Like facts. Or, or would you just take the L and move the fuck on and learn right. from it, right? But we get roped into believing it's been five years. Let me just do that. And it's like, what? It's like, I've been doing it. So like, what's the harm? You don't even fucking like, realize I don't it want sometimes. it to be a waste of time, but it's not because you figured out that he wasn't the one. You learned so much. Like I have to say, with those long-term relationships that I've been in, every single one of them, literally, I mean, thank fucking God they happened. Each and every one of them. Yeah. Thank you to my exes. Thank you for being fuck-ups as well. Thank you for, like, because... Honestly, I and I told you this, Simone, before, like I would have probably never learned what I learned if I didn't go through that. Yeah. Bottom line. I feel for like sure. And it's interesting because I feel like every single person, I don't think you need to go into a relationship to learn that. Like you've learned on your own in different ways by observing because you've always been that type of person that observes and like is able to pull lessons from different people. Some people aren't able to do that. Right. right. So I feel like you fall into whichever path is meant for you. So like me, I guess it was to be in these long term relationships at a young age, make a lot of fucking fuck ups. And then learn and grow from them and be the person that I am today. And that, you know, the person I want to be as well, obviously making my way to that person, yes, the best I, version of myself. And I, to that point, I think everybody, whether you're single, in a relationship, just coming out of a breakup, I think we're all striving to be that woman. Mm -hmm. Who do we want to be? Who do we want to become? Who is you, who motherfucker? Is you? <laughs> like, 
what are the things that you want to embody? What are the habits that you want to form? Things that make you feel good that obviously, you know, make you a good partner. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because like it's so easy to demand and blame and shame the other person. And I feel like when you're younger mm-hmm. and you get into these little situationships or entanglements, it's always a blame and shame whenever there's an issue. Oh, yeah. Right? It's so much easier. Blame you, shame you, yeah. and take no accountability. Absolutely. Until I had one of my like ex-mentors be like, you constantly do this. Like you're sitting here and you're complaining about him, but like you also did this. And I was like, whoa, it takes two to tango. Exactly. It takes two so to it's tango. like, it's also about outgrowing those toxic patterns and behaviors that maybe you a did learn at home, learned on the internet, learn from people that are just giving awful advice on the internet or however your friends, mm-hmm. however the case may be, because everything's about playing games. Mm-hmm. But I think you get to a point in your life where it's like, Fuck the games. What do I want? Like, how am I going to get what I want by playing games? Like, check in with yourself. I feel like that is so hard to do, especially at a young age. When you're in a relationship, it's like you don't really check in with you. You check in with the other person. Yes. You know, it's it's interesting. You can, you're more concerned and you care more so about how they're feeling and if they like you and if they're good versus yourself. Yeah. And, like, I hate to say it, but – And I've learned the hard way because I never really believed in it. But like if you don't love yourself and if you don't check in with your motherfucking self and put yourself first, I'm sorry, you are not going to receive that shit elsewhere. It's all going to be a fucking facade. And this is something that I'm proud to say. I'm proud to say. Eden Middleman has finally realized that. If you can't love yourself, be kind to yourself, take care of yourself, show yourself kindness, be forgiving with yourself, build that you're going to have such a difficult time accepting that from someone else. And you're also going to feel uncomfortable taking it from somebody else. You're going to be like, well, this is weird. Or you're going to accept when they treat you like shit and be like, well, this is what I deserve. So it's like a Without even realizing too. And it's a double-edged sword because Mm -hmm. neither one of those is good. No. Not being able to accept that love and also allowing disrespect because you think that that's what you deserve. Mm -hmm. That's why whenever I'm, we talk about relationships, I'm so focused on you and yourself. What is your relationship with you like? I'm so focused on that because I've learned and I've seen how, just how much that impacts your relationship with your significant other. Well, it yeah. sets the tone for everything. Right. If you're lacking in the department, if you can't give yourself love, you seek it for somebody else. And then it's you're reliant on that. You know exactly. what I mean? And that's like in certain relationships that I've been in, I've gotten something from them that I obviously, I mean, evidently couldn't give myself and that's why I stayed around with certain people who were quite toxic or I was in situations that were quite toxic because it was kind of like well they give me something so I'm gonna do this trade-off where I'm going to accept shit because I can't give myself this one thing that I I absolutely need do you know what I mean and then you become codependent and that's not healthy of course right then you don't your boundaries go down. You don't have any boundaries. You are, you're always giving in. You're mm-hmm. always accommodating. You're not putting yourself first. It's just like, and usually when we're in a toxic environment, we're, we're doing not just one of these, but all of them. Well, they go hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. One toxic behavior leads it to another, which leads to another. And it's just a vicious cycle. And it's like, how do you pull yourself out of that garden when you're so deep in those roots like you're stuck in it yo poetic yo poetic yo snap 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 (laughs) it's so true like I'm 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 reading a bunch of stuff now and it's using all these types of analogies and like for instance like we look at like rain or like storms hard times hardships as like so negative Mm -hmm. so negative but a flower can't grow without fucking water Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so it's like that storm is preparing you you're gonna grow you're gonna grow like I know it feels shitty Mm -hmm. I know it sucks Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be like a high and mighty I've been there where your mental is fucking deteriorating oh my god give me this pep talk please. literally (laughs) your mental is fucking deteriorating like you're going at it you're like I don't know if I can be in this environment one more fucking day like I'm losing my mind I can't be with these people this just is not feeding my soul I'm so different I'm meant for more and you're just stuck Mm -hmm. and it's like how how do you rework your brain when you're already so low Mm -hmm. you you need to switch gears like you need to just literally five four three two one it's like this method this girl I don't know where she is what her name is she developed it and it's like 
counting down five, four, three, two, one at one, you need to make a choice and a decision. Also rewiring your frontal lobe like that. It like cuts off the negativity and you're able to have a new, like cut to the chase sort of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. New cell activity Mm -hmm. and like form a new thought. Mm -hmm. So like just shift gears, focus on something positive. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. Amazing. Like the, the biggest thing for me with all of that was the idea of mirroring. Right. Right. That was a very new concept for me. Like, honestly, this past year, I guess I really saw it. Like, I've heard of it. Like, okay, so like for people that don't know. Right. Can you explain it? So basically, it's like your partner, the person that you end up with will mirror the things that are good, but also bad that you have or things that you haven't come to terms with, the things you haven't dealt with. Because first of all, you're attracting that person. Right. So like depending on where you're at, depending on how you view yourself, depending on whatever that situation, how much internal work you've actually done, you're going to attract the same person. So the same energy level, the same kind of idea, right? Like that's what you're going to attract. Exactly. So also if you're, if you're in an unhealthy state, right, which we've all been there, right up and down, it's totally normal. But like, if you're not paying attention to that, if you're not tapping in and putting in the fucking work, you're obviously not going to be able to attract somebody who's of a high vibration that might influence you in a positive way per se, right? Like you're going to get what you fucking put out there. Okay. So that I didn't know. So I was going around, you know, coping in my, in the only ways that I knew how, which weren't healthy, which were not healthy. Absolutely. Um, trying to avoid everything, run away from my shit, a very fast paced lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Obviously attracting that same type of style person, okay? Who obviously couldn't tap into their shit either. And then having two people sit there, what you do is I'm able to clearly see his problems, right? Yeah. But I don't realize that that's actually the same problems that I have. Yeah. That's the mirror. It's like you're showing me things that I, A, don't fuck with, but I myself struggle with. Yes. How can I pinpoint that for you? but not really see that for myself. And it's because we're walking around essentially not really aware of who the fuck we are and what's really going on inside because we don't go there. Yeah. The problem is, is you need to go there. You need to actively go there and it's scary and it's not always fun. And what you fucking figure out sometimes isn't always pleasant. Right. Yeah. However, doing that, like you said, the storm or whatever it is, this the rain or yeah. whatever, like to get to the point where you're able to get to the root of things, plant that seed and fucking grow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That it, it requires work. Just like we always say on our fucking videos, TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff. By the way, shameless plug, subscribe. Don't forget to follow. Plug. Hello. You know, we always we always mention like you need to put in the work. Relationships are work, but so are you. And that's ultimately what it is. And you cannot be in a relationship yeah right and I, i'm like literally talking to myself right now i'm like eden I'm like literally pull out the fucking giving mirror, myself a fucking listen to me. Talk 101 <laughs> when we don't do internal work and i was so guilty of this a couple of years ago until i met with someone who really woke me the fuck up when you're so focused on somebody else I can see everything that's wrong with you oh yeah like oh my god he's this he's this he's this he's this and it wasn't until someone, that guy woke me up and was like, okay, but what about you? Like, what are you doing? How, how are you also influencing this result? What are you doing to contribute? What are the traits that you're also, do you know what I mean? And he was like, you can't fix that other person. You are not going to inspire somebody to fix themselves or to change themselves. Mm-hmm. So first of all, as someone who's like, Usually in a family dynamic, we take on different roles. I'm usually take on the role of the fixer. So like, even though I'm a child, I still think I can fix everybody and like keep everything together and like be we're, strong. We're the exact same. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And he was like, let that go. Like you can't fix anybody, even in your intimate relationships. Like you're not going to fix them. You have no control. Exactly. Of that. Yeah. But someone who like, and this is a trauma response, like over, um, oh my God. controlling not controlling but wanting to control things or like trying to control the outcome of things you know Mm -hmm, what I mean mm -hmm. like make a positive outcome I'm not using the right words obviously like broken English get over it (laughs) um but that is a trauma response absolutely so identifying these things that I was doing that I wasn't aware of that were trauma responses to a my childhood was so important and I was like there's This we got to go back here. Like we got to go back and see what happened there that made me like this. And why am I taking on these roles, Mm -hmm. not only with my family, 
but with my my personal and intimate relationships. Right. Right. Because it's me being a fixer and thinking I can fix you is not going to help either one of us. Mm -hmm. I need to focus on me and what I can control and who I can change. And then once I'm so hyper aware of myself and my patterns, my behaviors, then I can identify and see if I'm the problem or if it's you or if, hey, we're just not meshing. That's bottom line what it is. You know, I think that a lot of times, like, especially while in my past relationships, there was always little things, right? Little things. I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe like this, that, that, you know? And now reflecting from a place of, okay, like I've healed from those moments for sure. And I'm able to look at things properly. Right. I would say that I was just as much to blame in every, in every situation, right? It was and it and it, it's kind of fucked up because it's like, yeah, it's easy to pinpoint someone's bullshit. It's easy, whatever. To go and look inward is a big ego fucking hit. Like you really it feels need, so you, shitty. Yo, you need to look your your motherfucking worst self in the eye yeah. and be like, move aside right now, you piece of fucking shit. You're horrendous and you're disgusting. Because like honestly, that's what when you're when your ego gets to that level, when you're having these fights or when there's issues in a relationship. And you both are blaming each other. It's an ego battle. When your egos are coming out to play, it is like the nastiest thing. It's like the worst version of yourself. Yes. And you never feel, at least for me, like I hate confrontation. And so like I really try to like, or I used to like try not to engage, but it used to be so hard when people with like really fiery personalities were coming at me. I'm like, yo, I have to defend myself. Like fire, fire. I'm actually not, like I don't believe I did anything wrong here. Like can you let me communicate? But when you're- trying to communicate with someone who's so overly aggressive, it naturally, I feel like, brings out that side of you. Mm -hmm. Because you are kind of scared. You need to protect yourself. You want to defend yourself. And like you said, that's ego. But whenever you become malicious or mean or cruel or, and this is another thing that I've learned, like withhold, um, like when you give someone the silent treatment, you withhold emotional uh, connections from them because you're mad at them. Yeah. That is like low-key. Like a deprivation. It's almost, it's, yeah. It's also um, low-key emotional abuse. It is. Like that's not nice. Right. When you're having these arguments and these situations in relationships with somebody and like the egos come out to play, it's like a fight or flight response almost. Oh my God, so true. Which which I've noticed with myself because I was always like, oh, I'm a fiery ass person. Don't fuck with me. Like yeah, don't yeah, say yeah. the wrong things. Yeah. I will be on your ass. I will eat you alive. I'll kill you with my words. Like I've always been yeah. like that. But then as I've gotten older, I've realized like you said depending on the way in which they communicate with you in those moments that really depicts what sort of person I'm going to become either the fight person which is like that fiery really bitchy kind of narrative or the flight response which is literally me shutting the fuck down and it's almost like your back is up against the wall you're naturally like I can't take a moment I can be like five four three two one oh my god like let's think I'm dead no I know when you're when you're in that heat of the moment it's of course so not. Hard. The five, four, three, two, one is more so of just like you getting out of your own no, of head I know that. and reworking that just for people that are, if you're listening, but that fight or flight response is so true. And I've never, ever liked yelling or raising my voice at people. Um, and I hate when like it would get to that point when you're just getting so intense with someone and you're like, oh my God, like you're, you're literally screaming. And I feel like I'm only screaming so you could hear me because right. do you know what I mean? Cause you're yes. not listening to me. Yes. It's not because I want to yell. I, I hate yelling. It terrifies me. It freaks me the fuck out. And I, I don't like when men yell at me. Like that's mm-hmm. something that no, never, I, literally never. like I get shivers. Like mm-hmm. that's not something that I fuck with that I think is okay. And you, Bottom line, you don't ever need to raise your voice, like, to be honest. Like, if we're all being adults here, let's just communicate. I think that it comes down to communication. And when people don't know how to communicate, they either turn to unhealthy coping mechanisms, I think, or they just think that, like, me yelling is me taking back my power and me winning. Mm -hmm. Like, the loudest person here wins Mm -hmm. type of thing. And Mm -hmm. I've been with guys that are, like, like, they use that tactic. And I'm like, this is fucked. Yeah, if like you, you just can't speak, bro. That's exactly what it is. If you can't communicate 
at that level. Like, and listen, when I get passionate, my voice automatically raises. If I'm like really upset about something, but I'm trying to fight for the relationship and I'm like passionate about it, my voice will raise. I also have to remind myself to lower it the fuck down because how it could come across is not the way I actually want it to come across, right? right? So being careful of that, but also like, yeah, you're right. Yelling is A, you don't know how to communicate and B, you also have a fucking weak argument situation over yeah, here and your ego exactly. thinks that if I crank up the motherfucking volume, we are going to assassinate this motherfucker and and, and this will be over and done with and usually what happens with people um who don't like to yell is like yeah i'll be like yo like this conversation is actually not going anywhere like let's leave it let's drop it well it it isn't i'm so disinterested and actually continuing this further this is just this is a really huge red flag I think that it's a lack of self-control too if your anger is coming across like that when you're trying to convey a message even if the other person is not understanding it's patience and self-control yeah I also I just I never understood what the point of yelling did what does that do not only for you and the argument but what does it do to strengthen this and solve this problem you're just instilling fear in the other person and why do you want me to be scared of you i'm just trying to talk to you this is a i I believe a manipulative tactic oh yes for sure tactic tactic see there you go glitch um it's a manipulative tactic tactic what the what fuck? The fuck? What the fuck? Come on, Eden. Ma- manipulative tactic. Ta- TikTok. Wow, tactic. Oh stop. my god. Honestly, okay, it's just manipulative. Okay, it's manipulative. It, it's a tactic. Okay, that's what it is. Wow. That manipulative. was that did not sound right. Like even even just now that did not sound right. Okay. I know it didn't. So you, you guys on. you guys fucking get it. You get it. And they do this because if they know their partner, right, like a narcissist or whoever, like yeah. knows their partner, they almost know that you're like this weak little person. Yeah. If I raise my that voice, you're going to give in. You're going to give in. You're going to get scared. And that it is fear. It's fear. It's yeah, all about instilling, instilling fear. fear. And, 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 and why do you want to do that? Because you are an insecure motherfucking person who yeah. knows ultimately that whatever it is that you're fighting about is actually not worth it. And you don't know how to communicate that bottom line. Like yeah. you don't your point or whatever it is that you're fighting for. You know that you're coming from a weak place and that's why you go to those tactics. Right. Yeah. Like you use those tactics to prove a point because you have no point. Do you know exactly. what I'm saying? Because you feel the need to do that. Yeah. You literally are going nowhere. Like I remember I was talking to one of my mentors a couple of years ago and we were talking about an argument that I had with someone and I was like so calm and collected and I remember this like crystal clear. I remember the argument and it was like literally over a glass. It was over a glass. I remember this. I remember. And I was so – I was only engaging with this person over the glass because I – could not believe he was losing his shit. Wait, well, like, hold on. Explain like what? Like- Over a glass. So we were at work. Okay. And someone asked for a drink mm-hmm. and I made the drink in a glass. Right. The glass that you make this drink in. Okay. Okay. You're getting your drink. It's in this glass. Okay. It's like totally normal. <laughs> I don't even remember if it was the type of glass, if there wasn't enough ice, if I made the, I, I don't know what it was, but something about this glass was, and he was losing his mind. And I was like, are you good right now? Like, first of all, full restaurant. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you talking to me like this? Mm-hmm. I made your drink. Like the glass is good to go, bro. It's not chipped. Like, I don't understand. And he's like, I didn't want this glass. Can't be in this glass. Oh like, my God. Losing his mind. And I was only engaging because I was like, what I could not understand at this at this was like four years ago because so it's, so it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous like what the fuck you're like what the fuck really like you're like, losing your shit over this okay so I remember just being like yo I'm just gonna dip like I'm just gonna leave and then I met with my mentor and I was like whatever and he's like you know it wasn't about the glass right and I'm like what He's like, yeah, that argument was not about the glass. I'm like, no, 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 it was. Like, I think you missed it. He was talking about <laughs> the glass. You didn't get it, sir? And he's like, no, 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 no. That glass represents something. I'm like, yo, whoa, what? Whoa. Yeah, this was like my first like, whoa, like Moment. conversation. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what do you mean? And he's like, well, this person is probably struggling with like X, Y, and Z. And like, maybe it was just like the delivery or the type of glass or that glass triggered something in him that brought him back. And it was just like this whole big thing. And I was like, what the 
fuck like mind fucking blown i think it's projection right 100 percent. it's insane how like if you and again it comes down to like knowing yourself and being able to deal with yourself and understanding what works for you in certain moments also like knowing your triggers is very important so important so important and then knowing that if you do because you can't always avoid triggers right for sure knowing how to go about how like, how can we what deal? you're gonna do how can we deal? exactly what, how what's my do? go-to exactly so like the idea of projection, like in relationships too, projecting something that you're internally struggling with. Again, it's the mirror situation. I believe when you are struggling with something or something went wrong in your day or whatever it is and you come home and that person just happens to be there and they look at you the wrong way or they do something or they drop something like that can take you off. And it is not about the actual situation that you guys are fucking talking about. That's that's low key a cover up to what's really happening. But sometimes you don't even realize it, right? So he was yelling about the glass. Yeah, but he had something else that happened that was shitty or that he was going through that he couldn't talk about or didn't have an outlet for. Or, or so he subconsciously was like, didn't even, didn't you know even I mean? tap in. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like our subconscious rules everything. Like it's like 95% of our brain, our activity, everything. It's like we don't even know the programming in there unless That's you fucking fucked. tap in. Isn't it fucked? <laughs> like what the fuck like, is going we're up? We're only in my head. aware of our conscious thought. Five percent of our brain is conscious. Like, is that not fucked? That's how fucking dumb we are. Like literally, <laughs> we're literally subconscious. Like, you need, like it, that's why, honestly, like end note here. Like you can't get into a fucking relationship if you don't tap the fuck in. Like tap you simply in. Simply cannot. People are so oblivious to their own fucking emotional, like control mechanisms and behaviors and outlets and coping everything. Yeah. You're so oblivious because it's such a habit. It's like already pre-programmed. This is how, this is how you don't even notice it. Yes. So you're not tapping the fuck in and you're not challenging those thoughts. Like, is this healthy? Is this moving me forward? Is this benefiting me? Like, yes, honey, tap fucking the f- poetry. Tap and the fuck in. And that's all about accountability and intention. Right? Comes down to accountability. Move the fuck with intention. Think with intention. Why am I thinking this way? Why am I reacting this way? Question yourself. Challenge yourself. Because if you don't fucking do that, there is no way in hell you are going to grow. There is no way in hell you're going to be that person that you dream of becoming or the person that you dream of fucking marrying. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's what it is. comes down to you. Mike fucking drop. Mike fucking drop. Like, like literally, welcome to science class with bigger balls. You're blocked girls. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Insane in the membrane. Ooh. It's a song, you know? Is it? Insane in a membrane. Okay, no. No? Oh my god, okay. is that a science song? Oh, oh my god. god. You're such a nerd. I'm so- <laughs> no, it's not. It's an actual fucking song, really. No, literally nobody made a oh fucking my god. song about that. I swear, guys. No, if you know, you, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. So like, what? So like. <laughs> so like, what? But I think that like maybe EndNote. Dude. Do you think EndNote? Did we just make a podcast? We might have. Be the person that you want to attract, right? Be your person. Do you know what I mean? Instead of looking outward, look inwards. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like so many good things come to you when you reflect inwards and you figure out your shit and you deal with your shit and you align. I think everything, at least I'm on that wavelength of alignment. When you are so focused on your shit, and this drives people insane. Like, I'm a control freak. Hello, we both are. That's the word I was looking for. Like, fucking 30 minutes ago. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I I was like, elaborate English word. People can think I was controlling as fuck. No, I meant control freak. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, so like, as control freaks, like you can't be okay with the idea of let me just like align myself and like do my own shit and then people are going to come. No, you're yeah. like, oh my God, I, I ha-, like you naturally exude that energy, which is not good. Yeah. But when you're really committed to working on yourself and you're in your zone and you're kind of trying to get comfortable with being on your own, like what happens? The fucking magic happens. The mug of magic happens. You know, the fucking magic. No, and it actually does. And out of nowhere, and I'll tell you guys, like, yes, they weren't. The greatest fucking guys for me. Yes, I didn't end up fucking marrying them. However, every time I wasn't looking when I was on my own shit. Okay, I'm not going to say it was like the healthiest shit, but I was on my own shit. I was focused on my career. I was focused on, you know, my family life or myself or whatever it is. Someone always came. You attracted. You're obviously you're equal at that at exactly. that time yes. is what you mean to say, yes. because obviously those those partners were not. Ew. <laughs> yes, we're not. They were just not. They were just not. So you attract what, and you also attract the lessons that you need. I think at that at that point too, like the universe. Yes, maybe the universe gave you those people. You were on the same frequency, but you also had to learn some lessons. And like sometimes you will run into people that are just lessons. Do you or know tests. what I mean? Yes, yes, Not yes. everybody that's going to come into your life, and this is something that I'm just like embracing and understanding now. 
like not everybody is meant to come into your life and like stay forever type of thing. Oh, fuck Romantically no. is what I'm saying. Just as someone who dates with like really like a lot of intention. Mm-hmm. Now I'm focusing on like, oh, okay, like maybe I like this person and it doesn't happen often, but is this truly my person? Maybe I'm just here to learn something. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going to teach me something. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is just a friend. Like I'm trying to see all of the different avenues and, and try to take it a little bit slower. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like observe. Well, yeah, those are again. So like what I'm saying is if you're on your shit, things will start to move. Whether, whether it is your person or not these experiences are what shape a you as a whole your life and where you go and what you choose to do sometimes you'll be faced with challenges and you're like fuck I've already been through this motherfucking ringer it's a fucking test it's It's a a fucking fucking test test. yo I failed so many times get your pen ready like literally failed so many times yo if that fuck boy is coming back it is a fucking test right and like you're put in circumstances and situations at the time where you're like okay guys think of it as a fucking like um Mario game. Okay. Okay. Like, I've never played. Okay. What? You're Italian. I feel like you need to play. Okay, Ian, I'm sorry. Like, stereotype. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Eden. Come Not on. Not even that, but like, Mario what? Cards? I'm pretty sure it was made by like a Canadian person. No Italian oh person plays God. that. Luigi and Mario. Come on. Like the names are Italian. I'd, I'd honestly fuck up. Was Luigi. it made in Italy? Like me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so think of it as like a fucking video game okay. almost and like i don't know why i'm a visual person so this is how i think of it like okay level one. Oh my god you know what level this two reminded me of? what like levels there's gradu- levels to this no, shit when you were like i'm a visual learner yeah. literally at our graduation they were like ryerson students learn by doing like we're visual <laughs> anyways fine. and then go. there's like me in the background like fucking <laughs> drunk out of my mind on the seat you know I did. anyways levels um, to this shit there's levels to this shit so it's literally like you go every single day you're living out a level. So like you meet a fuck boy. You're faced with two options here. You put up with that shit. You eat shit, whatever. And you prolong that level or you make the right decision, right? You choose a healthier alternative and then you move up. That's how I view it. And like I've realized that there will be like as you climb up the like the levels, you will feel like definitely you're getting to the point where things are becoming more fulfilling and all of that stuff in life. There is some meaning to it, more color as you go up, but there's also going to be stronger and more challenging obstacles. And that is to ensure that you are ready for the next level. You are ready not only for the cons, but the wonderful pros that come with it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yes, I was eating this one guy, whatever moved on to the next guy some crazy shit happened all of that stuff like these are levels but the I have to say with everything with all those you know shitty moments and bad relationships and complicated circumstances I've I don't know and someone of you've seen this firsthand like I've changed for the better in ways that I did not know I could grow mm-hmm. I have been forced to face things that I didn't want to face but that have freed me as an individual yeah. and sort of you know I'm obviously in the process I'm not like fucking completely woke okay but yeah we're just like semi-woke <laughs> we're like semi-woke it just all makes sense at the end is what I'm trying yeah. to say it's a video game you go up the levels yes. and there are things that you know each level will bring its own shit but at the end of the day if you you know make the right decision for yourself if you tap and if you do the work if you are consistent and persistent and accountable and move with intention it will be worth it yes is what I'm trying to say I totally agree and to end I also think that like really holding yourself accountable. And also if you have someone that you're so close to that is a good mirror for you, a good healthy friendship, encourage that person to be the mirror for you when you're not taking accountability. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not super easy. You know, like I feel like we both check each other and mm-hmm. we check in and we're like, hey, how you doing with that? Or hey, how's I this? I see you. Hey, Eden, Eden I'm I like, see you. How's how's this going? Like, I, I know I noticed you made this choice. Like, like why'd you do that? Like, earlier today, guys. Yeah, like, literally, I'm like, why'd you do that? Um, so just like, and it's again, it's not in a judgmental way. No. It's like, yo, I want you to be the best version of yourself. I just want to make sure we're both taking accountability here and we're we're moving towards the progress we're moving towards the healing Mm -hmm. and we're not just like nestling in and getting comfortable on like 
the freeway. Know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like there's nothing more powerful than hold than actually understanding what accountability looks and feels like. Like literally being able to be like, yo, I fucked up. Yeah. Like that was my sure. doing. Or like, yo, I was I actually am so proud that I did this. Like holding yourself accountable, being able to admit things and whole things. Yes. Like yes. own your fuck ups. And then you're able to take credibility for what you did right. Yes. You can't have one without the other. You can't just take credibility for things that you're doing right, right. and leave all of your mistakes like in the past. No, like mm-hmm. take accountability so you can take credibility. They go together. Yes. And I think that we we do the the best of holding each other accountable and making sure that we're both being credible sources to each other mm-hmm. and to everybody that listens to us. I think that those are two main things that are so important to like not only me, but us as a unit and right. you're blocked. Yes. And those are, we strive and work towards both of those every day, living our most authentic selves. Yes. And like, like you said, you know, accountability and credibility, like ultimately we are not out here being like, we've got this all figured out. We're fucking perfect. We're like super healthy. Like, no, like obviously we're human beings and we're going through it, but we're sharing experiences and explaining what we have realized with hopes that, you know, it might help you or inspire you because this is something that we honestly, this is why we started your blocked and bigger balls. We've always felt like that was something that we needed when we were younger. And even now it would be nice to have like an older sister sort of figure who talks about these things, right. In the way that we are talking about them, like just unfiltered and like sharing our experiences, you know, 110% sharing our experiences. And, And what's interesting is that even all of the older girls that I've spoken to about topics as it relates to dating and sex and all this stuff and I look to them for like emotional support and like life advice and career stuff but I've noticed that when I have these intimate conversations with them they're not 110% a comfortable right and they're also like oh tell me more like oh tell me more and I'm like oh my god wait what you want to you want to you want me to like help you with that and they're like well yeah like you're so comfortable and open about talking about these things and like you know it so I also feel like it's just the voice and I think that women just want to hear other women share their stories and experiences because at the end of the day we're all sisters like no matter who you are what your family situation is like like we're all here to support each other at the end of the day we should be and if it's not good enough for me Mm -hmm. and it's not good enough for you it certainly is not good enough for the stranger sitting next to me on the fucking bus fucking right fucking right everyone and like for the men that are listening too, this is inside scoop i mean if you if you fuck with it i'm sure this is honestly i mean you should fuck with it you you should we're gonna tell you how to bag your wife (laughs) we're gonna tell you how to bag your motherfucking wife (laughs) this is everything she's thinking about and then some but you guys get to hear it it's literally putting a microphone in our fucking brains i so, love it you're welcome look at your analogy girl from flowers to like microphone no, in the brain the microphone in the brain <laughs> yeah. insane in the membrane okay, okay. we're not doing that <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much thank for you. tuning in okay, we I hope you we did it i think we did it like we struggled but like this was pretty good was it struggle do you no, feel like no, we struggled i feel one, like no. this one was organic this oh, one was organic last week f- was bad last week was a and i don't think we swore do we? S- I don't think so. Well, in that case, fuck, 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 fuck. I sounded like a chicken. Oh my god! Oh my god! You always amaze me. You never fail to surprise me with your secret talents. Like honestly, like I just get you, get you a man and girl like me. Okay. Yeah, I need to get me a man like Eden. Like really, honestly. Oh, I know. We're having a slumber party tonight. My tits are hard. Okay. Oh, so cute. I think I have to. Yes. Yes. And, and on, on that, that note, <laughs> oh, a twin moment. Oh my god, we even have twin moments on the mic. I it's know. not just on Oh camera. my god, mic drop, yo. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to rate this five stars. Leave us a comment. Subscribe. Do all that good stuff. I don't know how it works. To be notified. Um, go on YouTube. You know, hit the bell to for be the notifications. Oh, right. Ew. Why did I just do that? I don't know, guys. It's like weird. Guys, you know how we do with our little French accents. If you don't know, you have a lot of catching up to do. If you don't know, now, now you know. know. Insane in the membrane. Okay. <laughs> we, we gotta go. See you here next week. Bye. Bye.